Hi, my name is Glenn Friedman. I'm the CEO of Prager Metis International, a full-service global solution for accounting and advisory services. And you are inside the C-suite. Today, I'm joined by Steve Topal. Steve is our CEO in charge of our newly formed Charitable Foundation. And for me, this is particularly exciting because it's been a dream for a long time. I believe corporations need to be good corporate citizens. And to me, Steve represents the soul of our firm. So let's talk a little about you as a leader and what brought you to be a charitable giving person. Well, first, thank you, Glenn, for inviting me. I think it comes from where we are as a child. I was brought up in a home that did philanthropy. I started my first philanthropic act was at the age of six or seven, passing uh, baskets around in a a fundraising event. And I think we come from that environment in a family. But I think, you know, when you talked about corporate philanthropy and good model citizens, I think this is what this team wants now. It's not just about the good corporate philanthropy. It's good team. It's good business. People want to share People want to give back. People want to have unity among the group. So you think that this is something that assists with recruiting? I think it's helps recruiting with staff satisfaction. Um, in our last culture survey, many of the team members talked about their satisfaction, their happiness with our commitment to philanthropy. And it wasn't just the large, you know, we have this very significant um, relationship with Alzheimer's, and it's great on a national basis. But we're starting to see more and more local charities. I think one of the goals of the foundation this year will be to have one local charity that's a grassroots from for each uh, of the offices. Does that come from listening to the team? That comes from listening with the team. That We made it very loud and clear. They all supported Alzheimer's. They thought it was wonderful. They think it's a great charity. But they also want to do things on a local level. What is this connection that you think that young people have with their community? I think they, they realize how blessed they are. And I suppose it creates cohesiveness. When people work together for a common cause, they feel good about it. They feel like they're part of something bigger and something better. Sometimes I think it's not so much about the philanthropic objective. It's about being cohesive and being together and doing something for the common good. But this is something you felt as a child, and and clearly you're not of the same generation as the people you're talking about. So reconcile that for me. You know, I think people just want to do good. People want to give back. People just want to be better people. And I think in this world of computers, in this world of texting, people still have this innate desire to do good. And you can't do good on a worldwide basis or on a local basis by texting. So people getting together and have a bake sale, to do a dress sale, to do all these different things that we've done in all our different offices across the country, it gives people the opportunity to create a cohesiveness of team for a common purpose that's not just about a text, not just about an email, not just about a Twitter account, not just about an Instagram account, not just about a Facebook account. It creates purpose of individuality within a group setting. So that's interesting. In one of our previous segments, we talked about relationship building, and we talked about artificial intelligence. Do you think that this is something that can be replaced by a computer? No, I think someone started with a phrase that says, "Relation accounting is a commodity, relationships last forever. I think the success of Pergamedis is about our ability to create relationships. We take care of the team, the team takes care of our clients, and the clients take care of the financial part of it too. What do you think this philanthropy means to our clients? Clients like to see us giving back. What amazed me about the money that we raised for the Alzheimer's group was how much money our clients gave. We had a client who made a $100,000 contribution in December just because a partner said, hey, we we have a relation with Alzheimer's. And they said, here, here's $100,000 to help with your initiative. 
clients love to see us give back. In this relationship accounting presentation I give, I talk, there's a slide just about charity, just about giving back. Just staff, partners, clients, they want to see that we're taking what we do and taking it for a better good. So in building a brand, do you think it's an important part of that brand? Do you think it's important to be associated with a good giving community-based organization? I think we need to come with a balance that's local and national. I think what's very nice about this foundation, what we're trying to accomplish is to balance both. I think it's great to have a national charity. Alzheimer's is a wonderful organization. I was honored to go down to the Leadership Summit last month. And what amazed me about that organization was how much it's driven by people from the grassroots. And I think that's what inspired me to say, not only can we do that nationally on Alzheimer's, but with other organizations. We get to the Cancer Hope Network. We get to Make a Smile Foundation. I walked in around December 20th in the New York City office, and I saw them wrapping gifts for a homeless shelter for battered women. It's that local and national that really will create this great balance that will inspire us to be better people. So let's talk about this a minute, because as you know, criticism uh, comes from all sectors, right? Even sometimes from you. Even from me. And one of the biggest criticisms I hear about this whole charity thing is people walk into the office and instead of people doing billable time, they're wrapping gifts for homeless shelters, right? Talk to me and tell me what you think about that. I think it's a balance. And I think sometimes we've gone one way too much. And I think one way you go too little. So I think we're going to work through that balance. This philanthropic agenda is new to us, not from a from an individual basis, but from a firm-wide. And I think we're going to have to figure out how to seesaw that balance between chargeable time, getting work done, and giving people the time to do that philanthropic thing. But there's nothing like walking in into that room in New York City and seeing 22 people wrap gifts from partners down to managers to seniors to administrative assistants. It creates a cohesiveness of group, a cohesiveness of team. And, you know, we talk about team building. We talk about taking people for laser tag. I think this is a hell of a lot better than a laser tag event, a hell of a lot better than a softball game. It creates a cohesiveness of purpose that I think is a beautiful thing to see. So you're an accountant, and you're used to looking at numbers, and you want to see returns on investment. Do you feel that as an organization you can measure or get a, a handle on what the return on investment is on this activity? I think sometimes we spend so much time in this world, we live on objective measures. I think sometimes we forgot the subjective measures. And I think the subjective measures of seeing a cohesiveness of team sometimes will take time. It might take years. And you talked, we talked about in a prior segment about how things are not clearly seen easily. I think the next culture survey, I'm expecting that, and I'm hoping that we will see that the fruits of the philanthropic endeavors that we're doing will come out in our, uh, in our survey. So where, where will you be taking your foundation? Well, I don't think it's my foundation. I think it's the foundation of Prager Metis, and it's our world. Our world is worth more, and the, our world, is, which is worth more, which is our people. But it's your vision. Where, where will your vision go? Well, it's not my vision. It'll be the vision that will, I will mentor to group. But what my goal is to create a situation where we have two types of organizations that will have the Alzheimer's relationship, which is so important, and also create a, a situation where each office will create a grassroots charity that we will help support from the foundation point of view. And it's very important to me that that grassroots individual office charity shall not come from the partners, 
It shall not come from the managers, but it should come from the masses yearning to be free. We should lead them to philanthropic causes, but we need to follow them to pick the charity that's important to them, that they're passionate about, that they care about, that we can give back to the community. Do you see this as a self-sustaining organization? That's the goal. I think we're still in our infancy stage, but what I'd like to do is create a situation where philanthropy becomes the culture, that it becomes a fifth pillar to our thing, which is giving back and creating a world where when we say our world worth more, it should be not just the world that's the Pragmatist client, not just the Pragmatist team, but our world, our outer world. That when Simon says Pragmatist, yeah, they want to think of all the great global solutions that we can create, but they say that this is a firm that cares about their team, that cares about their clients, but also cares about their community. Well, with that, I want to say that having you lead this effort is just so right for Prager Medicine, for all the people out there that will benefit from the foundation. Well, thank you for trusting me with that. And this is Glenn Friedman, and this has been Inside the C-Suite. Thank you.